Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Well, hello there. We are completely in spring mode now. At least we are here in the Northeast. It's no longer, I mean, March 21st is spring for sure, but the spring weather is here and I am so excited. It's making me want to get out and do things again, which I love. And yet um, I'm finding that this energy is bumping up for a lot of my clients against a feeling of just wanting to quit wanting to quit your business, wanting to quit your job, wanting to quit your life, and not life on the planet, but just all of the things you have to do to keep your house running or keep your kids going or keep your marriage going or whatever it is. And that usually comes from a feeling of depletion, of running on empty, of just having an empty well. So, I've spent a lot of this past week's sessions with my clients creating strategies, both short-term and long-term, to alleviate that feeling of wanting to quit. And the first step when you want to quit is to really open up space for that to be a possibility. It doesn't mean you're going to quit, but when you resist that urge, you'd actually make it grow stronger. And so then from that space, you can create some middle ground. Um, one of my c- clients just said all she wanted to do was sit on the couch and watch basketball. And what I told her, and I tell you if you're having some impulse like this to binge watch some show or Netflix the heck, Netflix the heck out of the week, is follow that urge as much as you can. I mean, if you have some obligations that you really cannot move, you should honor them. But outside that time, You want to follow that inclination to goof off because that is coming from an honest place. I mean, assuming you're not a lazy person, which honestly, look at, you're listening to a podcast, right? Um, You're listening to a podcast that's typically talking about how to grow your wealth with purpose. So most likely you're not a lazy person. And so if you're having this desire to kind of just quote unquote be lazy, it's important for you to see that and follow it. Uh, especially if if not just your business is feeling dull and you're or you're feeling apathetic towards it, but if you're starting to feel that way about different aspects of your life. You know, I have a few clients who talk about living their life in, they all have different terms. One calls it living his life in HD. Another one says, ah, the technicolor is back. And another one says, I love when the colors sparkle outside. And they're all referring to a very specific type of energy. It's basically that feeling like you're you're alive and you're excited to be alive and everything just feels brighter and more beautiful. Even a rainy day feels gorgeous to your soul. When you're full up, when your soul is full up 
And that comes from following the flow. Everything comes alive. So when everything feels dull or looks dull or you're having a hard time even finding a movie you'd want to watch, that's a pretty strong sign that you're in depletion. And your desire to goof off is coming from a guidance that's showing you the way out of that depleted, apathetic state. So what's interesting is that for each of these clients, depending on where they were and what really had led to this this feeling, they were able to embrace this um, downtime, this goofing off, this taking a chill pill, whatever you want to call it, from different places and with different energy. Some experienced incredible anxiety and required support throughout the week to do it. Others um, became angry. Others just said, thank you for giving me permission. And so the reason I share that with you, because I've been in all of those places myself, I know that this is the process to use when you feel this way, this apathy towards either your business or your life, especially if your gut's telling you to just do nothing. I know that the right thing to do is to do nothing. And yet, even with this knowledge, I still experience all of those things myself. And so what I want you to understand is all of those things coming up, short of you just being at peace with goofing up, all those negative emotions, they have a message for you. And they hold the key to understanding what's draining the life from your life. So if, for instance, you're resting and you feel guilty resting, well, then you're going to need to look at that guilt and you're going to need to process it. You'll need to sit with it and be patient with it and listen to it and hear what it has to tell you because there's probably some pretty dark thoughts about you only being valuable when you're working hard or when you're creating something for someone else or fixing something. And it's time to really bring those into the light of day and see them for what they are, which are just, you know, false beliefs, limiting beliefs you absorbed as a kid. Now, depending on how deeply rooted they are and what caused them to take root, meaning was it just repetitive messages or were you just trauma, were you traumatized into this thinking? You may need to get help from a therapist. You know, there's lots of different modalities. I personally love EFT, emotional freedom technique or tapping. I know that there's therapists that use breath work. There's EMDR. There's lots of modalities. Typically, I don't think that talk therapy works as well when you've got these deep-rooted beliefs. I think you need to match them with something. But even talk therapy can be great. And believe me, I'm someone that was trained in talk therapy. I have a master's in clinical psych, and that was originally the path I was taking. So it's not that I don't value talk therapy. I just have found that when therapy is matched with something that helps get underneath, like even acupuncture or Reiki, it it becomes that much more powerful. So I know that a big question that people have is, but how to do this? How to do this? I put a post up uh, just yesterday, actually, partially because of what I was seeing so many people experiencing. And with this feeling of like overwhelm and then feeling depleted and partially because of a, a talk I was giving and that I was seeing as I was researching some things I want to say inside the talk, I was seeing some repetitive messages that I thought were there, I think are contributing to 
getting people to a point of apathy and exhaustion. So what I was seeing was as I scrolled through Facebook, I was seeing ad after ad after ad for step-by-step this and calendar this and all of these things. I think the one that put me over the edge was, hey, I will give you 365 content ideas. And when I saw that, I got so angry. And so I went inside to figure out where that anger was coming from. And I realized it was this amalgamation of having bought into that message years ago and healed from it, but seeing so many of my clients think that what they need is, you know, the reason that they're not able to put content out on a regular basis is because they don't know what to write. You know, I hear this all the time. And the reality is we all know what to write. We have stories inside of us that are blooming every single day. What we don't have inside of us is the belief that what we have to share is enough or that we have the genius that we truly have or to believe in our voice or to feel we have space for our voice. That's really what keeps people back from sharing content on a regular basis. We say to ourselves, we don't know what we want to write. But the reality is most of the time, even once we know what to write, because I give my clients plenty of content ideas. I'm happy to create content calendars for them. The reality is still when they go to write whatever it is or do a Facebook live or put a social media post, they feel stuck. That stuck is from that feeling of being not enough or not having a right to your voice. And where the anger came from when I saw that post, because I'm sure the It was a freebie. It was a sponsored post. I'm sure whoever was giving it out, they were not meaning to do harm. But I think the problem is that just like the way that the medical community really caters to symptoms and so looks to alleviate symptoms rather than the root cause of many health problems, I think us in the digital marketing space and, and marketers in general do a lot of marketing around our symptoms, our client symptoms, rather than the root causes. And that's kind of goes to sell them what they want and then give them what they need, which to a certain extent is what I teach as well. But the problem is when you're giving someone what they want and not telling them the full truth about what it means to get it. So when you're giving someone a content calendar and and you're not somehow sharing the message that, hey, This is going to feel hard at first, especially if you're someone who's, you know, offering something, a process that you've created for yourself and you've kind of gone through the hero's journey with it. Like for instance, I have a step-by-step process called the 20 hour work week, where I take you step-by-step through how to get to working 20 hours a week or whatever amount of hours you're working, making them fully productive. But inside the copy, I make it really clear that you're going to have to face your overworking and face the reasons for your overworking. I'm clear about that. And whenever I give a training on it and a webinar or a live presentation like I just did last week, I'm always really honest with it because I say, yes, I got to this place, but let me tell you, I had dark nights of the soul. And I think that's what we keep leaving out of our marketing copy is the real dark nights of the soul. Yeah, if we've gotten good at copy, we've gotten good at uh, writing story arcs and writing the hero's journey. But I think we simplify it a little bit too much and maybe aren't as honest about what that dark night of the soul really looked like because maybe we're a little embarrassed of you know, how many nights we spend crying on the couch thinking that we weren't worthy 
And we're afraid that if we share that with our clients or our potential clients, they won't want to hire us. I know I've had those thoughts plenty of time. And so circling back then, if you've been, if you're the person that's ready to give up, what's happened most likely is you've overworked. You just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. You keep thinking, if I find the next step-by-step or if I take the next step or if I do the next thing, that's what's going to create the success. And yet, if you're at the point where you're ready to give up, the time has come for you to face the thing that's draining you, to face the thing that's depleting you, or to face the fears that are that are driving you to overwork and not rest at a reasonable amount. One of my clients said to me this week, you know, but I look at my life and my life is so easy compared to so many people. Who am I to say I'm tired when the reality is I'm not as tired? And what I told her, which is a hundred percent true and it may be true for you, is that some of us come with different missions and That's not to say that people who are truly suffering from poverty and struggling, that their plight isn't harder, you know, than someone who has privilege. I'm not suggesting that at all. But if you are a person that has a certain level of privilege and you're also a highly sensitive person, so you absorb the energies of people around you, then you're not going to be able to work at the same pace as someone who isn't a sensitive, who isn't a light worker, who isn't here to help and heal the world. You're just not because your physical body is actually processing energy on this planet every minute of every day, whether you know it or not. And when we look to those people who are struggling in poverty or they they don't have equality or they've been they don't have the privilege that we have the best way to help them is to get full up and then help them from that place of of fullness. That's that's how you help pull people up. That is how you lift people up. That's how you give them the leg up is to have enough energy to do it. You're not helping anyone by feeling guilty over the fact that you feel like giving up. The best thing you can do for everyone around you is to cater to that a little bit. Now, listen, There's a difference between wanting to give up and actually having depression. And I really want to caution you that an extended period of wanting to give up, and again, I'm talking about just wanting to give up basic things like doing dishes for a short time or running your business or writing a blog, whatever it is. I'm not talking about just not wanting to get out of bed and for that going on for a period of time because that's depression and you definitely need to get help. But if this is just regular old apathy, I really encourage you to go inside and find the space to take some time off. Almost always when a client's working with me, no matter what level of success they're at, pretty much within the first three or four months of us working together, I am prescribing them a two-week vacation. And that is because we are a society that is ridiculously exhausted. We are overworked and exhausted, and most people need that kind of break. And since I work with entrepreneurs for the most part, they don't work for a company that says you have two weeks vacation or four weeks vacation. They don't have someone telling them you have to take time off. And as a result, this supposedly lifestyle business or this business that's so flexible, which it is, they've actually never given themselves any time off. That even when they're technically off and with their families or 
taking a walk, they're thinking, 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 and wondering and pushing and striving. And, and you need to take a break from that because it will drain you. So as we jump into the spring energy and energy that really does give us so much opportunity to create and birth and all of that, the reality is you cannot birth anything from exhaustion. I remember three days into hard labor with my firstborn, having pushed for four hours, the doula begging me to ask for a C-section. Now for a doula to do that, I mean, that's pretty significant since we had a very natural birth plan kind of planned out. But she said, you've got nothing left, Patty. And your doctors are trying to honor your birth plan, but you can't give anymore. And the baby's suffering. And I'm so glad that I had the, the common sense or the inner sense to have engaged a doula ahead of time. Because had it not been specifically a doula, specifically someone who was completely on board, with honoring the kind of birth experience I was trying to have, I never would have had the courage to do something that felt so different than what I had planned to do, which was a C-section, which at the time felt like um, doing it wrong or making a mistake or I don't know, getting it wrong, I guess. And just like that doula was there to tell me that, I am here to tell you that I am a huge fan, a huge cheerleader, a huge supporter of your success. And that comes from a love-fueled place. And so let me be that doula for you that if you feel like you are ready to give up, then I am asking you, please take a break. Do the thing that allows you to recover, allows you to move forward, whether it looks like the way you think it's supposed to look, whether you think some, you know, you should have more grit or more hustle or whatever it is, I'm telling you what you need is a break. Just give that to yourself. And then after you've given yourself whatever break you feel you need, then check in and see if you still want to give up. Because my guess is you're going to find that passion and purpose that all of a sudden disappeared on you. And I, for one, I'm grateful you brought that passion and purpose to the world, and I want to see you living it. So with that, I send you my love. And hey, if you're not one of those people ready to give up, but you know someone who is, send them this podcast and send them your love and let them know you're cheering for them because they need you to tell them that right now. Have a great day. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Wealth and Purpose Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found us. It fills my heart when I read a review and helps us reach many more people. So thank you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.